Welcome to the Handyman Hustle. Motivate, educate, and elevate you and your handyman hustle. I am your host, Joseph the Handyman. Welcome to the show. One of the most challenging things we must overcome as handyman is charging a customer what we need to charge for our services. In today's world, we are experiencing shortages of labor, materials are hard to find, gas prices are at record highs, it's easy to lose focus, constantly question if you're heading in the right direction. We are in a time where everything is so expensive, from gas to food, you name it, the price has gone up. You may think you're overpriced. Or you may be thinking that no one will pay what you need to charge them. But let me tell you, you're wrong. You can't afford to be the cheap business out there. Sure, there's a time and place where you need to be competitive, right? And maybe have to negotiate prices. Sure, there may be a time where you have a really good client who you may offer certain loyalty discounts and certain situations to. And that's okay. However, don't create a habit of constantly underbidding yourself to win the estimate. Do not use the world's issues as a crutch. You need to be immune to all the negative thoughts that comes when it comes to pricing and charge what you need to charge to grow a healthy, sustainable business. You need to push through your own fears and stop prejudging your customers. Being a handyman is a noble profession. However, it's not necessarily the most respected profession out there. There is unfortunately a stigma that exists when you refer to a handyman. It's almost like if we were a cheap knockoff version of a real tradesman, which is horrible. There are still people out there who think they can watch an online video, read a book, and suddenly they're handymen. They're know-it-alls who will challenge you if you don't bring any value. Let me tell you, it's different when you work for other people. It's different when your reputation is on the line. It's different when you're offering a needed service. And you're standing behind the work that you do. Perceptions is something we must learn to overcome because it's the 1%. It's not the majority. And the 1%, unfortunately, is what distracts us from charging what we need to charge to bringing a value service to the client and being able to say, look, this is my price. This is how much this is going to be. Without hesitation, without dropping your head, without second guessing yourself, the majority will understand and respect your hustle. The jobs we take on aren't always the biggest. Most of the time, they're small, odd jobs that no one else wants to do. I don't know too many skilled contractors out there who would even consider taking on smaller, less complex projects that don't generate high sales revenue. Most only focused on larger projects for larger profits because they have overhead that demands it. They simply just can't afford to take on smaller jobs. That is where you come in. That is your value. Willing to do what others won't. That's perceived value from the client. And you can charge for that. So what about these smaller jobs? Wouldn't it be a great service if one person or one company provided all of these small services? More and more companies in my area are doing just that. They're offering more services. 
Your traditional plumbing company is offering heated and air and electrical service. Your heated and air contractor is, high, is offering plumbing and electrical services. Your home remodeler is also offering cleaning services. Your landscaper is also offering fence repair and gutter cleaning. The market has changed. The market for knowledgeable, skillful tradespeople have declined. This has left a huge hole to fill for qualified, skilled professionals. So more and more companies are now offering more services and training the staff they have to learn the new skills or enhance the skills they already have. This is why your business model, right, as a handyman is going to be successful. It took a long time for handyman work to finally be valued and appreciated. This new wave of homeowners, these new, this new generation is not really skill savvy when it comes to the trade. Now they find a person or a company like yours who is. You're the professional now. You're the person that's going to advise them. You're the person that's going to guide them through their project. You're the professional that's knowledgeable in this area. And let me tell you, even though this new generation of homeowners isn't so savvy when it comes to skilled trades, but they respect reviews, they respect professionalism, they expect you to come at a certain time when you say you're going to come, they expect you to be prepared to do the job, they expect an experience, that value is called perceived value. That is what the client expects from your service. That is how you can safely charge a client what you need to when the perceived value supersedes the price. This is why I believe in the handyman hustle. The type of work we do is rare, valuable, important, and in some cases, life-changing. I'm really passionate about the work I do and the business I run. Can you imagine someone needing their light bulb changed in their hallway so that when they're in the hallway and they're using their wheelchair, they're not hurting themselves? Can you imagine someone needing a shower handrail installed so they can get in and out of the shower without falling down? Can you imagine a door falling off the hinges and potentially hurting someone or damaging their property because they didn't know who they called? Or maybe they called around and they got a bunch of, sorry, we don't do small jobs. We don't do that type of work. We can remodel your bathtub. We can change out your light fixtures. We can install a new door. But we don't do that type of work. These are some of the examples of what I have been asked to do to change the lives of those I've helped. The happiness, the joy these clients have experienced when someone was actually able to help them was life-changing for me. Sure, these jobs are small, simple, maybe even no-brainers, easy for us. You're probably thinking, I can't believe I'm going to charge this amount for this type of work. And that's the problem. 
Sure, the job was physically easy, but why wouldn't you able, be able to charge a fair wage for your work? Are you charging them because the job was easy? Or are you going to charge them because of the necessity, because of what you're bringing to the table? You're able to perform all these work, all these small jobs on time, correctly, on the same visit. You're going to leave the work area cleaner and better than you found it. Let me ask you this. Aren't you properly accredited on some kind of level? Whether that's through business licenses, contractor licenses, certifications. Don't you carry insurance? Aren't you back in your work with some kind of warranty? Didn't you invest your time in training and professional development on some level? Didn't you spend hundreds, maybe even thousands of dollars on tools, specialty tools, so you can be able to perform all these jobs correctly? You're a professional, no different than any other trade professional out there. And this is the struggle we need to overcome. Our own perception, our own mindset can distract us and detract us from what we need to accomplish. We need to have more respect for ourselves and stand by what we offer. Put the fears and the second guessing away. Remember that perceived value will always supersede price. Period. If you can change the life of your client by changing out that light bulb, installing that handrail, fixing that door, and prevent inconvenience, and prevent property damage, and prevent loss of life potentially, prevent someone from getting seriously hurt, what would that be worth? What would that light bulb change out be worth? What will that installation of that handrail be worth? What would replacing or fixing the door hinges or relining that door be worth? Think of it like this. If every consumer was only concerned of price, then why are there so many businesses that offer the same service? Why is that that you can get a coffee at McDonald's for $1, but people still buy coffee at Starbucks where the average price is $4.50? That's because of perceived value. The product or service has consistency and branding recognition. That's because when you walk into a Starbucks or a McDonald's, whether it's in Sacramento, California, or Austin, Texas, the experience is going to be the same. The menu will be the same. The drinks will be the same. The way you order will be the same. The service experience you expect will be the same. Consistency. If you are consistently delivering value, performing high-quality work, standing by the work you do. If a customer calls you and let's say something you did they didn't like, you go and address it in a timely manner. You cater to your client's needs because at the end of the day, you are in the customer service industry. Why wouldn't you be able to charge what you need to charge? Why do you need to negotiate and lower your prices? That is our fault, our perception. And despite the shortages, 
The prices in have increased on common goods. No one has dropped their price when you walk into a Home Depot or a Lowe's. No one has dropped their price when you walk into that Starbucks. No one has dropped their price. So why in the world do you need to? It has nothing to do with price. Remember, it's all about perceived value. There are going to be people that simply just don't want to pay that. And that's okay. Not everyone's your customer. Do you think the people who run and operate Starbucks care if the client came into Starbucks and said, you know what? I'm not going to pay for a $4 coffee. I'm going to walk across the street to McDonald's and pay a dollar for that coffee. Do you think they would care? Do you think they would lose sleep? No, because they know for every one customer that does that, they're probably going to have five more that walk in that don't care about the price, that they love the service that they're offering. They love the type of coffee they get. They believe in the value and the quality from Starbucks over McDonald's and vice versa. How many drive throughs that you pass by McDonald's where you see a line? Despite the shortages, despite the price increases on common goods, nothing has changed. We are the ones that know how to do the job. Remember, we are the pros. We are the ones that know how long the job's going to take. We know the complexity, the difficulty level. We know that not every job is going to be the same. So when we use language to soften the blow, because we know these things, we devalue our perceived value. Let me give you an example. When you walk into a job and you're looking at the job at hand and you say things like, oh, well, this, this is an easy job. Oh, this, this is not hard at all. This is actually less complicated than some of the jobs I've done. Well, of course, for you it is. But remember, they're calling you. So when you say those things, it's like you're telling the customer, here's a discount because that work that I'm going to do is actually so effortlessly simple that I can't charge you like a professional. So stop doing that. Stop softening the blow. Stop minimizing the impact by using minimizing words. We as humans have a natural tendency to feel like we're doing something wrong because in our minds, it's not worth it. In our minds, it's almost like, why, why would you be paying me to do this job? But remember, they called you. They needed the professional because they couldn't do it. If you went to see your doctor because you suffered a hand injury and you walked in to the clinic and you sat down with your doctor and the doctor took a look at your hand and said, man, it looks kind of broken or maybe it's kind of sprained. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, let me think it over and, and I'll get back to you because I'm just, I'm not sure what it could be. By the way, here's my bill. 
How would you feel? If the doctor approached you like that, most of us would not feel comfortable and confident that this person is the right person for the job. We'd be likely to get up and madly seek another opinion or feel like the money we just gave them, we felt robbed because we didn't get the service that we expected from our licensed, certified, professional doctor. Now, if you went and visited your doctor and the and the conversation went something like, you know, getting all this information or he collecting all this information from you by asking you great effectively questions like, what were you doing when you hurt your hand? When you hurt your hand, what, what pain level did you experience on a scale of one to 10? Did you experience any swelling? Can you move your fingers? In my professional opinion, I believe that your hand may be broken, but let's get some x-rays done to be sure. So that way we can properly treat your injury. By the way, Here's my bill to do that. Would you be likely to do business with him? Would you trust him that he's going to do right by you? I think in most situations you would. And we're the same type of people when we're in front of our client in the sense of we have to advise, we have to give opinions, we have to share our experiences. We have to be confident in how we speak about the service we're providing. Yeah, you know, changing out a life fixture, it's normally not complicated, but When you're dealing with electricity and you're changing out this size light fixture for this size light fixture, there could be some complications. We don't know until we get into it, right? So learn or learning the proper ways to say certain things and avoiding using minimizing language is going to increase your perceived value. So when it's time to talk about the bill, They trust that and they believe that, you know, the price that you're charging me for all this work you did, for your knowledge, for your experience, I respect that so much that I'm not going to question what you're charging. Now, in another episode, I'm going to discuss how to charge, how to price, you know, based on your situation, based on your area and all that. But in general, you have to learn these fundamentals in order to be charging, in order to charge what you need to charge. Without getting all these crazy objections like, your prices are ridiculous. How in the world can you charge this much? I can't believe you're going to charge me this much for this type of work. And a lot of the times we don't realize we create those those objections. We create that uncomfortable situation because we're second guessing, overthinking, and using minimizing language. So believe the product and service that you're offering is worth more than the price you charge. This is how you're going to be able to continue to help your customers and also help those customers that haven't found you yet. This is how your business is going to be around for a very long time by consistently delivering a high quality service and value that you can stand by. So now that I got you thinking, I want you to now take a look at your situation and and understand what you're trying to accomplish. For those of you that already have a handyman business and maybe are trying to elevate that business, let me ask you a few questions. When I call your company, if I picked up the phone and called your company today, will someone answer my call every time I were were to call you? If I left a message, would you return that message? If so, how long would it take you to respond back to my inquiry? Would it be 30 minutes? Would it be an hour? Would it be the next business day? Or would it even be returned at all? 
How many of you operate in a business are offering a consistent experience? Are offering value? Are offering a customer-friendly relationship with you? For those of you who don't have a company, are in the process of starting their company, or want to start their company, how do you plan to operate? How do you plan to bring value to your company? How are you going to get yourself set up so when you come down and price your services, you feel comfortable and confident that you're going to be able to obtain business just by the work you're doing and doing right by customers? Everyday consumers make decisions based on their own principles. When you start the handyman hustle, you are going to quickly find out that there are many people who think that you're working for beer money, that you're working for peanuts, that you're not serious about your business. And they're going to try to negotiate with you like you were at a local swap meet. I mean, it can get really outrageous sometimes. You're going to run into situations where customers are going to think your prices are not in line. That your business format of pricing and how you're charging for your jobs are not realistic. Well, we need to stop creating those obstacles to begin with. And then we need to be able to present and overcome these obstacles when they do arise. We need to stand by what we believe in and not take away our perceived value when we're working with our customers. We can be our own worst enemies. Remember, perceived value is a customer's own perception of a product or service merit that's desirable to them, not you. So be the pro, be reliable, conduct yourself with integrity, and profits will always follow. Love what you do, do what you love, stay motivated, be educated, and elevate your handyman hustle until we speak again.